Today's episode is sponsored by the American Chemistry Council. Chemistry creates, America competes. This was one of the first pledges of Joe Biden's presidency. This will be the most efficient mass vaccination plan in U.S. history. He was going to do 100 million vaccinations, you know, 100 million shots in arms in his first 100 days in office. 100 million shots in the first 100 days. And, and we knew that that was going to be an ambitious goal, even if things went great. I mean, that is a, a million a day pace. That's, that's significant. That's a lot of work. Developing a vaccine is only one Herculean task. Distributing it is another Herculean task. On top of that, you know, the reality is that with these first kind of few weeks of vaccine rollout that have been pretty disastrous. Despite a week of glaring headlines about delays in getting vaccine doses from freezers and into arms, the lines grew even longer today, winding through parking lots and side streets. They are going to be stepping into a far deeper hole than they anticipated when they originally made this, this promise. I'm Jeremy Siegel. This is Politico Dispatch. And today, Adam Kankren on the big vaccine problem President-elect Joe Biden is going to face when he enters the White House. At this point, the vaccine and the vaccine distribution is kind of the the central part of the ballgame here, right? We've gone through uh, several months where, you know, first it was about getting our arms around just, you know, how fast the coronavirus was spreading. You know, there was the whole issue around testing and ramping up tests. Then we kind of got into the treatments and then the, the, the kind of record pace of development of the vaccines. And now it's about getting those shots into arms, especially at a time where we're seeing, you know, record daily deaths, record daily hospitalizations, where for the next couple months, health experts are really expecting the COVID situation to actually get worse. Um, so the vaccinations are really the light at the end of that that tunnel. Uh, the only kind of thing that's going to get us to herd immunity and kind of get us out of this pandemic, hopefully sooner rather than later. So how are we doing as a nation with vaccinations at this point? We're not doing great. Not doing great at all. Uh, we are about three weeks, a little over three weeks into this rollout and distribution. The goal by the end of December was 20 million vaccinations. We plan to have enough vaccine doses available for use in the U.S. population to immunize about 20 million individuals in the month of December and another 25 to 30 million per month on an ongoing basis from there on. That was the original goal set out. The Trump administration has shifted the goalposts a little bit since then. But by any measures, the vaccination effort to date is largely failing. I mean, we are now three and a half, almost four weeks in. We vaccinated only about seven million people. Tonight, many Chicago area health systems say they don't know when they'll get their next shipment of vaccines. And the city's mayor is again blaming bad handling on the federal government. The promise of moving beyond the pandemic lies with the distribution of those vaccines, but the rollout is falling short on a national and state level. WCPO 9 um, That is far short than the 20 million that we were targeting by the end of December and is far below the 1 million a day mark that President-elect Joe Biden wants to get to after he's sworn in January 20th. And you have to remember, there are over 300 million people 
in the United States. And we have to get to, you know, 60, 70 percent vaccinations in order to get to herd immunity. And so even if you discount the fact that we're not going to be vaccinating children up front because, you know, we haven't gotten to that point, um, subtract them. We still are not anywhere close. And on this pace, are not going to be anywhere close for months to vaccinating the kinds of numbers and percentages of U.S. adults that we need to bring this pandemic to an end. This team, this team will help get at least 100 million COVID vaccine shots into the arms of the American people in the first 100 days. And we'll follow the guidance of science to get the vaccines to those most at risk. You mentioned that this is close to Biden's inauguration. He takes office in less than two weeks. And, you know, he's hoping to hit the ground running on that 100 million COVID vaccine promise. You're reporting that there's some significant frustration inside of Biden's health team about an inability, it looks like at this point, to make good on that promise. Tell me about that. It's going to be a lot of difficulty. It's going to be uh, it's going to take a lot of building out of a plan. And in the process of doing that, there has been a lot of frustration, both within the COVID team that Biden has formed to kind of focus on this issue and also between Biden and his COVID leadership mainly over his feeling at times that they haven't been making progress as fast as they need to be. They haven't been giving him the kind of detailed plan that he needs to make sure that, you know, the biggest and most complex logistical, you know, campaign since probably World War II uh, is going to happen smoothly uh, over the first, you know, six to seven months of his presidency. You interviewed several people in Biden's team for this story. What are they saying about this situation and how they're they're working to fix it and get the nation back on track with vaccinations. Well, there's a widespread acknowledgement that this is going to be a significant challenge. And in the process of reporting out the stories, we talked to Anthony Fauci. He's a top infectious disease expert in the country. He's also Biden's incoming chief medical advisor. And we put this question to him directly. You know, how hard is this hundred million vaccinations goal going to be? And we told us was, you know, absolutely it's going to be challenging. You know, he said this is an, an unprecedented effort to vaccinate the entire country. And to say it's not a challenge would be unrealistic. But he also was very confident that it can be done. He said, do I think it can be done? Yes. It's just going to require a lot of things to go very right over the next several months. Um, there are a number of things that are kind of going into this plan that we're not seeing right now from the Trump administration, right? The main difference is that there is going to be a willingness and an eagerness to spend federal resources, to spend money and throw people at the problem in the kind of way that the Trump administration just has not. Uh, things like mobile vaccination units, sending people out into rural areas to get people vaccinated. Things like federal vaccination sites to support states who are already kind of overwhelmed with the responsibilities of responding to this pandemic. So on paper, in a vacuum, those things sound great and can make a significant difference. There are a few limiting factors. One is speed. You know, how fast can you set up these kinds of big initiatives? And secondly is funding. You know, we just went through a months-long fight over a COVID relief bill. Finally got that in at the end of the year. And now Joe Biden's first priority is going to be convincing Congress to move quickly on yet another and bigger COVID relief package. So he has to figure out a way to get that money passed through Congress and then out as quickly as possible, 
hopefully within his first 100 days in office. What do you think the situation right now with America falling short on its vaccine goals, with the major barriers that Biden's going to face in the coronavirus response when he takes office, what do you think it tells us about where we're headed at this point in the pandemic in the months ahead and when we might get out of it? What it tells us is, is first off, that things are going to be bad for at least, you know, a couple more months, if not longer. And that kind of just reinforces the need to do the you know, non-pharmaceutical interventions, you know, the mask wearing, the social distancing. The harsh reality is that we're going to have to be doing that for the next several months, even as these vaccinations are, are rolling out. There's still a lot we need to learn about, you know, when we can reach herd immunity, you know, how effective the vaccines will be long term. So, front and center, we're going to need to continue to be doing the things that we have already been doing. And then secondly, you know, a lot of the success of this vaccine distribution will rest on, one, the federal government's kind of willingness to throw a lot of energy and resources at it. And and even amid all of these frustrations and challenges, there is certainly no doubt from Biden on down that this incoming administration is laser focused on the problem and sees this as obviously the the kind of biggest challenge that they're walking into. Uh, and but also secondly, there's going to be need to be far greater resources for state and local health departments on the ground. There's going to be a whole bunch of logistical problems that need to be ironed out to make sure that vaccines are not just getting to warehouses around the country, but they're getting from those warehouses into people's arms. And, and that's really it. You talk to any health expert and they'll say the vaccines are not how we end this pandemic. It's the actual vaccinations that will do it. And that's the end goal here. And the faster we can do that, the faster the pandemic ends. Adam Kankren, thanks so much for talking with me. It was a pleasure. Thanks very much. Also today, as Democratic lawmakers push to remove President Trump from office following last week's riots at the Capitol by Trump supporters, President-elect Biden is eyeing ways to prevent a looming impeachment trial from interfering with the confirmation of his cabinet selections. The House is currently racing to vote on impeaching Trump for the second time during his final days in office, but a Senate trial would probably spill into the beginning of Biden's term, which could in turn throw a wrench into both confirmation battles and work on a potential coronavirus relief package. On Monday, Biden said he's hopeful a trial would not impede confirmation, saying he had a discussion earlier in the day with people in both the House and Senate about ways to potentially bifurcate Senate proceedings along dual tracks to allow multiple things to unfold without interfering with one another. And New Jersey Congresswoman Bonnie Watson Coleman says she's tested positive for coronavirus after she and other members of Congress were kept in a secret location during last week's insurrection at the U.S. Capitol. In a tweet on Monday, she said she's feeling okay, but on her doctor's advice, was going to a local hospital for antibody treatment. Watson Coleman is 75 years old and a cancer survivor. Her announcement comes after all House members, along with their staff, were told to get tested for COVID-19 because of potential exposure as they hid from rioters who stormed the Capitol building. 
Subscribe to Politico Dispatch wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like what you're hearing and want to help us out, you can do that by leaving a rating and review in your favorite podcast app and by telling a friend to check out the show. I'm Jeremy Siegel. Thanks for listening.